0: hi and welcome to the crit hit wild podcast where we talk about all things marvel crisis protocol and review a different character every week i'm your host jared i'm brad and i'm fred and uh we should have a brandon Um, at some point during the cast maybe a a wild brandon will uh show up in, in the cast but um yeah how's your guys weeks going you guys doing all right
1: I'm doing okay. Uh, I just drove back from Newell, West Virginia, which uh, if, if you were to, to make the map of West Virginia with your hand, uh, it's the very top of the middle finger.
0: Okay. Hey, that makes sense. I literally just yeah. did it and it makes sense. I know where you're at.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I just got back from there. So.
2: Uh, we, we just won't talk about my week.
0: Well, go ahead, bro. Okay.
2: Tell us. Oh no! I mean, no. I'm not gonna go into it. I did play Pokemon last night. Brandon's not here to talk about Pokemon, so how'd that go? I played. I played Pokemon for the first time. Off the first game, uh, the deck not real consistent at getting going. the one Brandon built me, um, so I just got stomped on the first game. The second game, I was able to put brandon in a no win position and he eventually decked himself oh wow i don't know that uh, i've ever seen that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so uh i won that game technically the third game the deck got going correctly and really like shown and worked really cool but
0: well did you like it overall like was your experience like your like, this the is the a fun tcg fun. yeah
2: yeah the game's fun
0: i like and it. From what Brandon said, it's pretty cheap.
2: Um, I'm not going to buy anything because Brandon has everything.
0: Yeah. But... Yeah, it's not been too bad. I, I like it. It's a fun game to just kind of chill with at the end of the night. And just kind of. Yeah.
1: You... It, it, have you done a lot of TCG games, Brad?
0: Uh,
2: yeah, yes, quite a few. Yeah. You played one of them <laughs>
1: with us. I did. I remember. I, that's not what I, I. And that one wasn't. It wasn't a trading card game, was it? It was more no,
2: like a it
0: was, bound set. It was, of cards.
2: Yeah, it was a. What do they call that?
0: Oh, was that the Living War Machine, Card Game? Was that the War Machine game?
2: Yeah, that that game was good. Yeah. I remember. I remember yeah. that
0: now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, that is that a,
2: game was good. High I, Command.
0: I, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I enjoyed that game a
2: lot. God, what a, I still we? have my cards. What were you referring to, Fred?
1: Um, I, I have played a lot of magic and uh back mm. back way back in the day. And mm. I you have
2: two right? Yeah. I'm trying I to played, start a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I played a lot of magic. Um I played that high command game. I played Netrunner, which is also a living card game, not collectible. Um
1: Right. I remember NetRunner game.
2: Yeah, did you play Netrunner? I did. I played it a couple okay. times with you. Yeah, it is a good game. Um, apparently, yeah. that game it was abandoned by the company. The fans took it over, and they're printing new sets of cards. And it's like oh, maybe wow. more popular now than it ever was. People it's, love it, that game.
1: When it, that seems to happen quite a bit when a when a company drops. A a very beloved IP for no reason. It just gets picked up by people who love it and get ter- gets turned into a better you, and better game.
2: Are you trying to bait me with Guild Ball? <laughs> I was getting ready to cough a of I got you. I got you. I I've played other but ones yeah. too, like Keyforge, which that's a weird game. Um. Because that one you don't build your own deck you buy random decks and you're not allowed to change them
0: oh I forgot about Hockey man what a what a great memory that just got unlocked was so oh awesome. it's so fun that's great
1: it was a good game it was a very fun game
0: well uh yeah. Uh, Back to, I guess, Marvel Crisis Protocol. We're, we're not turning it into a TCG podcast or anything. We were just uh, oh, oh, <laughs> fucking oh. riffing for a minute. Good. Something a
2: little more on topic. Uh, Marvel
0: Champions, which is a
2: living card game that's being released right now. That's a good game, guys. If you like Marvel characters, give it a go. You, every, everyone at the table plays, it's cooperative. Everyone plays an individual superhero. And X Men are coming out this fall, so oh.
0: I guess super one, cool. One last tangent, but it is Marvel related. Before we get into the cast proper, have you checked out very much for um, Marvel Snap? What's it's, that? It's a new uh, TCG. It's it's I think it's online. It's kind of like a Hearthstone. It, it's online mm. for for like mobile, and I guess you could probably get it on on PC. But it's a uh, it's a card game. For, for marvel but it's it's real weird the way like instead of instead of like magic for like you you put out your creatures and stuff like that and they can attack each other or you attack face or something like that like every card has like a power i think your deck limit is only 12 that might be wrong but it's like a really small deck and instead there are three like areas you have like avengers base uh, and then, like, other spots. There's, so, like, th- three um, zones, essentially, and you play cards to those zones. And after so many, I think it's, like, six rounds, whoever has the most power in each of those zones, uh, if you win two out of three zones, you win the game. Weird. It, 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 it's a really weird take on, like, TCGs, but it looks really, really yes. cool. So, uh, I've been burnt
2: on mobile games before, but I might take a look at it this this is a card
0: game they're not as bad as like some of your other standard mobile games but anyways on to uh marvel crisis protocol uh so for news and announcements well first off i'm sure if you're watching this on youtube at the moment you can tell that i do not have the image of reds or of human torch up instead i have red skull uh, we were planning on doing, uh, Human Torch this week, but because we, uh, got the back card of Red Skull revealed and we had a special request to do Red Skull, uh, we're going to go ahead and do him this week, so we'll be taking a look at him. Um, but as for news and announcements, uh, again, Second Wind is coming up. That'll be October 15th and 16th, so, uh, the wait list is getting cleared out pretty frequently, so if you haven't signed up yet or you're thinking about going, uh make sure that you get on the waitlist and that you email vince i'm sure that you can find him in some of the discord servers uh if you need any kind of contact info for for second wind but uh get on the waitlist. uh should be a good time uh, We're we'll looking forward to going and if you see us there be sure to come by and say hi uh at the time of this release i believe that charleston will be having uh, our local tournament at, like the day that this comes out so uh, or be, yesterday or yesterday it depends yeah when we get out over the weekend uh, so good luck, uh, for anybody playing in and Unfortunately, I won't be able to make it. But uh, yeah, hopefully you guys have fun. What do you What do you taking, Brad? A little little sneak peek. You uh, since so, this will this will come out after the tournament. Yeah, yeah What What you bring? If in? um, if I'm feeling up
2: to playing, uh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna play X Men just because I know them well enough. Mm-hmm. Although I could audible into X Force, but I've got some new tech in my. Uh, X Men list specifically for Malakas.
0: Is it going to be similar to what you're going to run at Second Wind?
2: Uh, yes. Okay. It, it would be. It would be to test it for Second
0: Wind. That would be good. I would love to be able to get some damn practice. <laughs> I can't. My schedule is not allowing me to get any games in uh, here recently. So, but uh, the October tournament for uh, Charles West Virginia is. Uh, we're not sure on that one yet i think we gotta figure out it's either gonna be the, the week timeline. before or not happen yeah so once we get that i'll get that out to uh you guys again um if you have a tournament that you want us to plug uh feel free to leave it in comments or contact me on discord i'm in the tts discord my name is seven there i'm on the um yeah, the tts discord i'm on the alfredo's Sashi taco truck discord i'm in the danger room discord so you can find me on there if you just want to message me or you can email us with specifics at crit at gmail.com uh but yeah if you have a tournament or something like that you're wanting plugged feel free to reach out and let me know the specifics of it and i'll do my best to get it plugged for you uh one last uh tournament is the fabricators forge in pittsburgh pennsylvania that is on september 24th and uh, registration is at 10am I believe Dice rolls at 11 And that is a $10 entry fee Which goes back in toward prizes So if you're interested Let's announce this other one too Oh you... Go ahead Yeah. Um, oh shoot I gotta find it Someone is less prepared than me Yeah well you
2: talking about tournaments Reminded me of the one that Ryan sent us Oh In
0: okay. Ohio Okay yeah I uh, forgot about that one I Did not put that in my notes Go ahead don't uh can't find it uh, well, uh why are you looking that up it's gone yeah why are you Go looking ahead. that up um it's
1: the week after um uh second wind is, it is
2: it? yes but we might as well plug it
1: right yeah I'm, I'm not saying not to plug it. i'm just trying to i, th- I believe that it is the week after second wind and it...
2: oh here it is here it is, here it is. okay here, cool it's um the week after second win October 22nd. It's at Brookery Games in Fairborn, Ohio. Um $10 entry fee. Um uh three rounds minimum, which you hardly ever see that. Cool. Um, yeah. And um check in at 11:30. Uh round 1 pairings at noon. And they have uh, long shanks. It's event fifty three sixty three. If you're interested, so, that I
0: should start plugging in the long shanks numbers. Yeah, I can't think about that. Um, I should, I should start you that can
2: way. search event numbers on there somewhere. So,
0: all right. Well, I think that uh, wraps up the tournament announcements. Uh, as far as uh, AMG announcements, uh, we have just gotten some stuff. Uh, Clearly, we got the back of Red Skull. Um, They have been plugging uh, the Sentinel pack that will be coming out in October, and I browsed through that uh, earlier today, and I believe it said that it had two tactics cards that came with it. So while we don't know what those tactics cards are, yep, they are at least getting two. So uh, I would presume that they're affiliated. Hopefully they got some pretty cool affiliated cards, but, I mean, one of them might be unaffiliated, so we'll see uh let's go on to cerebro now since what do you have for us brad
2: uh so i made two updates this week um and the next update's ready to go i just i'm trying to sprinkle them out there i started with pretty easy stuff when i'm getting rolled back in here and then i'll get to the more complicated stuff. so the first update is um the michael update um this (laughs) this will finally get michael to start using cerebro instead of a symbol we finally got it yeah there's a new setting you have to turn on it's off by default but when you're making a roster it will show you faction symbols instead of um writing them out the names um I guess some, for some people, I'm not one of those people, so I didn't know this. For some people, it's easier to like notice that they have symbols in common than to read the text or whatever. So If you like that kind of thing, turn that feature on. Uh, the other thing is I added um, just an ease thing because you could have done this before. You just had that add or subtract yourself. But um, on the dice calculator, there's now a tab where it will tell you like, if you want to, let's say that a character has um, two health left and you wanted a chance of doing two or more damage to daze them, that's there now. It's says oh, two nice. plus and gives you a percentage. That's really cool. So, yeah. You could have done a hundred minus zeros percentage one's percentage to get it yourself. But this is just an ease of use thing. It's just right there in front of you.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for again all your hard work. I didn't know about that. I knew about the Michael update. I don't know about that second one. Yeah, it was uh
2: the thirteenth. So that was like cool. yesterday? Day cool. before. As of today's
0: day. Thank you for your hard work. Today is Brad. the fifteenth. Okay. You're the real MVP. Sure uh so this week has been a little uh jumbled for me because i've been out of town most of the week so i've not been able to do as much uh priming for the cast as i normally do do you happen to have a launch shang statistic for this week
2: no because i keep forgetting about okay.
0: that i also forgot to sit around so we'll, we'll breeze past that uh for this week um, oh no i said i had one um last time and i can bring it up in like two
2: seconds so. Oh,
0: never mind look i've something got you. something I got something. Hey, I just go. have
2: to get to it. Statistics, I
0: think. Yeah, I uh, I got sent out of town for work uh, to do some training in Kentucky, and uh, my mind has not has been on more real life things than than the podcast this past week. So, as far as reminders and stuff go, I have dropped the ball this week. So, <laughs> That's okay, quite
3: all
0: right. I got it. I got it. So, uh,
2: Longshanks. Has this uh, has this cool little thing? And once again, I don't know if I'm paying to see this or if this is base default for free. But it started with um, uh, what's that call- game called? Guild Ball. Yeah, it started with Guild Ball. <laughs> um, the the guy um, he has the handle Ghost Deer, so it's the Ghost Deer Index, and the and he's on Alfredo's. He's the third host now. But um, he was wondering about um, which factions are overplayed and underplayed. So Sam, who does long shanks, he put the ghost Ear index, which is a nice little graph that it shows on the bottom axis, the win rate of a faction, and up and down the like amount it's played, and there's a guideline on there of what where those two things match: the play rate and the win rate. Okay. And then it and then it places everyone on there, so you can see how far up, above, and below the lines are to see if they're overplayed or not. That's cool. Uh, game played yeah. as much as they want, and it's really cool, and it's it's nice visual thing. So, like for example. Uh, according to this x-men are being overplayed uh they're being played at a higher percentage than they are winning at uh, but they are not the most overplayed does that belong to Avengers it does that was yep. I'm gonna quiz you guys Avengers yeah yep. Avengers has a little under 50 percent win rate and they are just played like crazy yep. they they're are bad. they are the highest vertical. By a large margin, like there's a grid on here, and they're like a whole grid above everybody else. They're the good Uh, faction in the starter kit. Well, yeah, yeah, Cabal (laughs) is Cabal's almost on the line. Uh, So the the one the ones on the line are whatever BS is bullshit. Oh, it's Uh, RS. It's RS Red Skull. Red Skull okay defenders x-force asgard that one a force black order and convocation they're all like dead on the line what do
0: you think the one that's underplayed the most is that's underplayed the most Uh uh-huh all right give me a second uh
1: you've already said convocation was on the line
2: yeah, convocations on the line. So this okay. is one that is winning a lot more at a In higher rate than it's getting played.
0: Shield, shield. I'm gonna no. say. Okay. I'm gonna say. Oh God, is this right? Wakanda. Oh oh yeah that
3: was (laughs) no
2: Ah, so this is this is a little bit of a trick question so i'm gonna ask you what number two is uh the answer is Malakith. so they uh for some reason for cabal probably because of Malakith, they have broken it further down into the three leaders i mean he is that's
0: because (laughs) the other two are not good yeah but they're not well, that yeah yet. they on
2: this list where's we're uh, sinful red skull and sin are the ones most left
0: so that means they have the
2: lowest win rate um, right and sin is also almost on the line of uh not being played
0: right beside cyclops yeah that makes sense. <laughs> they also broke out for some reason i think so it, they need to give her more health and just like slight okay tweak anyways i'm sorry so number two what do you think number two
2: is the one furthest from the line below the line
0: is this a faction or a character
2: it's not a character it's a faction it's not a character this time that's why i, I we're gonna go ahead and do this one it's, right. Is it, uh, is it shield? <laughs> it's I mean, not shield. Is shield okay. is underplayed, but not as far underplayed as this one. Okay. Gosh, uh... Okay. I'm make so, the same I... guess that you made. <laughs> no,
0: I, I don't think it right. I don't. I don't no, know if it's right. Neither of the previous guesses for most were the second. All best. right. Well, take a stab. I would have said that. T- take it. Take a second stab, there, Fred. If yeah. if, the, if the ones that we said earlier aren't aren't what he's talking about go ahead and take us another guess uh
1: um have you already mentioned x-force
0: x-force was right on the
1: line x-force was on the line okay yeah oh what about uh
2: spider foes spider foes slightly overplayed
0: so not
1: okay that actually makes sense (laughs) that was a bad guess
0: (laughs) uh jeez. um i'm trying to remember all the affiliations uh oh Everyone. midnight sons uh let's find midnight Suns.
2: see if that was a a decent guess what's that one? Oh, that's inhumans they have there's midnight sons midnight sons overplayed
0: overplayed
2: yeah because oh. they may not get played very much but they but also don't cool. win yeah. very much uh, yeah. yeah okay
0: They They only have... have, But but they
2: don't win. (laughs) It looks like probably 48% win rate somewhere in there. It's hard to tell on the graph. And they are played a little less than X-Men. So this this was hard because the correct answer is unaffiliated
0: Ah, I hate, that. I hate it I hate every it every time he tricks us with that bullshit <laughs> it's, it's either not, something it. that just came out or it's unaffiliated <laughs> no. he always gets us right. he tricks us every <laughs> time
2: you got the please. avenger's one right right away
1: oh so,
0: cause it's the
2: obvious answer
0: I'll take <laughs> I'll take my answer. win and I'll just leave
2: <laughs> uh, it looks like criminal syndicate and brotherhood are probably the second most overplayed.
0: I believe um, it. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: I believe it. Uh, I, hey, that's me. I am that person. That's me. <laughs> the, on the criminal syndicate. I'm overplaying them.
2: <laughs> okay, so that was our little Long Longshanks corner. I had fun
0: today.
1: I did too.
0: All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you pulled that up. That was a fun one. The segment wasn't lost. Um, so for this week's weekly topic, uh, I busted out a fun one uh and it is a simple one that i imagine that if you're listening at home uh that there's i can't imagine that there's not a local gaming store where like you've gamed you played some mcp and this question did not come up uh, i mean I, I just can't imagine that if you're gaming the, at some point somebody didn't ask this so what i'm gonna ask you guys is what character would you most like to see brought to the game now just one character and why do you want them to be brought in uh go ahead brad
2: Uh, so I want Jamie Madrix, the multiple man, because he is my favorite comic book character. All right. He also should have very interesting rules because his power is every time he gets hit, he makes a duplicate of himself.
0: Now I was, that was another second part. What is one thing that you would like to see him be able to do on the tabletop? Like if there was a theme... So clearly maybe it's him splitting or maybe it's something else. But what is something that he has that you would like to see brought to the tabletop?
2: Well, I mean the duplication um, and like they could cop out and put like three of his models on a base and give him grunts. And that would be really easy when he takes damage. If the grunts aren't already out, put them out and blah, blah, blah. But it would be really cool if they came up with a way to represent him having so many because he can make tons. Um, and they should they should limit it. They should not make it unlimited, whatever they do. But um, I saw a fan one the other day where he had grunts and he had tokens he could put out. And the tokens could contest as if they were an injured character like the Jonathan token that's cool and he and he could put out several tokens, and I thought that was a cool little um mechanic that they could do something like that
0: all right what about you, Fred? Who would you like to see so I, have, I have
1: a I have a clarifying question okay uh am I bound to the Marvel universe yeah <laughs> yes. Dang it! Okay, all right then. My answer is Kurt Wagner, the Nightcrawler.
0: Okay, and good answer.
1: And what did I say it wrong? Did I say the wrong thing?
2: No, I said good answer. Yeah.
1: Oh, good answer. Okay, I thought stop, I, I misheard you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that he would be awesome on the table. I'm thinking something in the area of a Quicksilver-like, very, very mobile, and about. Uh, Uh, grab an extract as quickly as possible and I think that would be it it could probably see a lot of play and he would be a fun character to have on the board
0: okay
2: Uh, I had real quick yeah uh, Fred, I had a an interesting thought about him when I was thinking about him I think he could be a character with move dash (laughs) like he does not move
1: he just teleports
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then he has superpower. He has um, action placed within four or five range, four or range five. Ooh, that would be great. That four is four is close to a long move. So and
1: five is more than
2: yeah. But you couldn't move him for any other reason. Like if you had like Avengers Assemble type card, he wouldn't be able to move.
1: He couldn't move. I like this idea. That's really cool. It would yeah. be broken as shit with uh, scrolls. Yeah, like if, he, if yeah, he goes absolutely. Scrolls,
2: he, would he would be the best scroll rider in, the, in world. the game. It would. In pro- the game.
0: They would probably give him something like if he's holding an objective, he drops all objectives before you. That that's probably now they've started stuck. doing that.
1: Then he'd be stuck.
0: That would be, or, I, or maybe like he gains
1: slow move if he's I, holding an objective.
2: Yeah, I don't think that they're going to do that. I think they'll give him like a medium move and then a yeah. paid for teleport. I mean, but I thought it would be
0: really cool. Yeah. I think it would be awesome if like he didn't have move and his he just like his move was place his character within range 3 or something the, like
1: that. Uh, yeah, the um uh the power is called Bamp.
0: Yeah. And then like Bamf. he could pay and then like it, it was a be it could even be an action, but like you could place him within five. Yeah. Like that would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be so cool. That would be cool. That would be yeah. very cool. Okay. And they should they should give him Master Swordsman, I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. want
1: everyone to have
2: Master Swordsman.
1: <laughs> he should that have that
2: superpower. It is very fitting because yeah. he is a Master Swordsman. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, mostly from watching Errol Flynn movies.
1: <laughs> uh, because he being a pirate makes you an, a master swordsman
0: oh, yeah anyway uh, jared who are you want to see apocalypse oh good choice well, not, not only is he just like like he's a very standout character from like you know clearly i grew up watching uh i watched a lot of spider-man cartoon and i watched a lot of the x-men like 90s cartoons uh, and that's kind of what I grew up on. That's one of the reasons why I like Sentinel so much. Like, the first time I ever watched X-Men and saw the Sentinel bust through the mall and try to get Jubilee, I was like, this is fucking amazing! So, but, uh, Apocalypse is just, like, a classic, iconic villain similar to Thanos. He looks cool, uh, he's just, like, I don't know, he's just, like, the perfect bad guy. Especially with, like, all these X-Men releases, I think if they brought him out, it'd be really good. Uh, I'm gonna cheat my own question a little bit. Uh, As far as, like, what I would like to see him have, but it's more how, when they release him, I hope they release him, which I've talked to you a little bit about this, Brad, but Mm -hmm. I hope that he gets, like, a release event that is, like, you know, an ultimate encounter, you get Apocalypse, and then they also have his four horsemen as, like, part of the release uh, package with him. Yeah. So, but I do hope that he has, like, invulnerability, like the minus one damage, and, and I think it'd be really cool if he they gave him something that, like a second model, and he could like grow bigger or something. Like play into That's that. That's not bit. really a thing he does in the
2: comics. That was more for the TV show. The thing with the him in the TV show is he had only had a few appearances mm-hmm. and was ill-defined in the comics when they added him to the TV show. So uh... there's not. There's some things that don't quite
0: line up with the comics. Well, I still want him to grow big. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Apocalypse—he'd be my choice because he's just—he's fucking cool. He uh, is cool. All right. Well, uh, I'll go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say there are still so many characters in the Marvel universe that they can add to this game.
0: But at least we have Black it's Widow kind too. Of staggering. Like thousands, that's like not so exaggeration.
3: many.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, was not able to make the LGS again because I was out of work for this week. Uh, did either one of you make make it to the shop this week?
2: I I did. Um, did you play any games? I got. I did not. I just played Pokemon. Um, because when I got there, Brandon is just the three of us. Brandon and Borka. We're getting ready to play. And then Borka left, and it just seemed like a good opportunity to play Pokemon for the first time. But they played. Um, Brandon played Malekith. His list was Malekith, uh, Modok, and Bullseye. And Borka was playing fun. Guardians. Yeah, well, he said he Modok's only in his roster because you talked him into it.
0: I mean, I think Modoc's really good, but...
2: Good. Uh and then Borka played Guardians and he ended up with Peter Quill, Rocket, Groot, and then he wanted to try his anti Malekith attack. It's She-Hulk. Yep. So God, that's such a learned, good 14. We learned that game that She-Hulk is very good anti attack.
0: Yeah, I am not surprised. <laughs> yep. She is very good at dealing with Malakith. I mean, he texts me on and off, and he's talking about it, and he's talking about She-Hulk, how she has, like, you know, I mean, clearly she has superior weight training. She can apply slow to Malakith. She can apply stagger to Malikith. Uh She, she can she throw Malakith. Yeah, like, she is uh, very, very good into him, and uh... they played hammers
2: and she she picked up a hammer and then she on turn two in one activation dazed Malakith and picked up the hammer that oh he gosh
0: had. yep i bet but she had
2: two hammers on top of everything else like and he can't kill her in one activation and he didn't seem like he could kill her in two activations either I mean, whereas she can kill him in two activations
0: you're five ten I mean you're probably it takes a minimum of three I would think if you're rolling to kill her good. yeah to kill her yeah yeah yep. it seemed like that was true
2: after the second activation um, she had 13 or 14 damage on her mm-hmm yeah um, and that was his whole list basically going into her
0: yeah you you really want to get like the days and chaos he might have been better off just to just ignore and try to get the rest of them but the other ones are yeah. they're hard to get to because rocket and groot well, and star lord hangs back so
2: yeah and it was a sea and oh uh, yeah borka borka abandoned one side of the sea and rocket and groot were clear on the other yeah and then brandon's other two guys were on the other side of that seat. Uh, the side that he abandoned so it was really hard for him to and it was sword base so he, he kept pushing Modoc away
0: yep that i'm glad it worked out for yeah. him they had been talking about it so yeah. i'm glad that the tech worked. yeah
2: out. i think that's very good tech in fact um If my current tech doesn't work in my X-Men list, I might just throw She-Hulk in there. There you
0: go. I I mean, she does fix a lot of problems. (laughs) She is a fixer. I think that Bork is like six wins in a row with Guardians now.
2: Yeah, that was his sixth win. He made sure to mention
0: that. What a champ. All right, well, I think we're uh, ready to move on to character review. So let's get right into it. So we have... Red Skull, Master of Hydra, uh, a.k.a. Johann Smith. He has a 4 physical, 2 energy, 2 mystic stat line. More on that in a minute. He has 7 health. Uh, he's 5 threat. He has size 2 and he has a medium move. Uh, so he's coming in with uh, 2 attacks. He has Blitz Strike, which is range 3, 6 dice physical. Uh, after the attack is resolved, this character gains 1 power. And then he has uh, 2 bullets of text. He has a Wild Hit Blitz, after this attack is resolved, this character may advance short. Know that that is in any direction, not toward or away from a character. And then he has Wild Shield Push if the target character is size three or less. Before damage is dealt, this character may push it away short. Uh, he has the Energy Attack Kneel Before Me. It is ranged to 9 dice energy, uh, 5 power cost spender. Before choosing a target, this character chooses whether the attack this attack's type is energy or mystic. And it has a wild throw after this attack is resolved. If the target character is size four or less, this character may throw the target character away medium. So a very good throw attached to it. Uh, he is one of two leaders for the world domination or one of two leaders for the Hydra affiliation with the world domination leadership. Uh, during the power phase, Allied characters gain one power if they are holding or contesting an objective token. And he has four superpowers, two active, two passive. Uh, the first one is active Empowered Gauntlets, costs 2. During the next blitz strike attack this turn, this character adds blanks in its attack roll to its total successes. He has the active All-Consuming Obsession. It is free. This character suffers 1 damage and gains 2 power. This superpower can only be used once per turn. Then he has the Leviathan Armor, a passive superpower. During the power phase, this character chooses a shielding type. The chosen benefits last until the start of the next power phase so the two that he can pick from are dispersion field this character rolls three additional dice when defending against energy attacks and cannot be pushed or advanced by the effects of mystic attacks or enemy superpowers and then it has the null field uh, armor setting this character rolls three additional dice when defending against mystic attacks and does not suffer collision damage uh, so, we'll, we'll deep dive that uh, more in a little bit, but uh, very cool effect there. And then he has the passive superpower cut off one head. If an allied Hydra Troopers is not in play when this character is chosen to activate, place them into play within one of this character. They gain a staggered token and are part of your squad. So, that will be how he uh, brings in his minions. So, over on his injured side, we have no changes other than he does go down to 6 health instead of 7. So... Uh, Do you guys want to talk about Red Skull, or do you want me to go ahead and dive into the minions really quick before we take a look at Read the
2: minions. Okay.
0: Uh, Yeah, minions first. So, the Hydra Troopers, they are coming in at three stamina. They are short move, and they are size two. They have a one physical, two energy, two mystic defense line. They have one attack, which is energy, Hydra energy weapons. It is range four, four dice. They have uh, the active superpower Hydra Assault, so it is free, but it is an action. This character makes a move action. During its next attack action this turn, this character may reroll any number of its attack dice. After the attack is resolved, this character is KO'd. And then they have the passive Occupation Force. This character cannot pick up, hold, or interact with extract objective tokens this character does not have to pay power to interact with secure objective tokens then lastly they have this uh passive that they're grunts and they their parent is uh red skull master of hydra so occupation force is really interesting it's these are the uh i believe these are the first set of uh grunts that uh are specifically tailored to secures instead of extracts so yes uh pretty interesting there but uh yeah so let's go to uh, risk Skull, Master of Hydra. So uh, what are your guys' initial thoughts? Why don't you start us off, Fred? Uh,
1: yeah, I'd love to start us off. I'd, I'd first like to welcome Brandon to the podcast.
0: Oh, he, he how, came how in. He snuck going. in here.
1: Yeah, okay. he, he showed okay. up. Um, uh, what are my thoughts? Uh, rocks. <laughs> I think he's awesome. What, what, what else is there to say? Uh, I mean, look at that spender. It's expensive, but this is a guy who's probably swimming in power pretty regularly. Uh, and that that it's really good. It, you can choose whether it's mystic or energy, which are the the two best things to be. And being able to choose just makes it all the more versatile. Uh, and with his minions, his minions have a range four energy attack. That's so good. That's so useful, and uh, they can do their special action where they get where they kill themselves, and they will come back on that turn, because then after they go, Red no, Skull goes. No, no, that's not how that no, would work.
2: That's not how that works. Oh, okay. Well, how it works is if they're not on the table, and you pick Red Skull, they would get to do their turn, the turn they come in. So like if they're not there and you pick red skull you place the them they activate. get stagger and then they get to activate and do their one action.
1: Okay, so maybe, it, it, it doesn't it's when you pick red skull it's not as if the minions go and then red skull's activation no. begins
2: when it's you all pick red, red skull. Yeah, when you pick red skull the minions activate. As part of Red Skull's activation. That's how okay. grunts work.
1: Well, that's less good than I thought, but it's still really good. Yep. It's it's yeah. probably the best uh, grunt entrance ability in that you don't have to spend an attack to do it.
0: I mean, or pay power. Yeah, like, power. it's completely free, and, like, when you look at uh, Nick Fury, uh, it specifically states when he does Call on the cavalry, which costs him two power... That when they come in, they come in with an activated token. Yeah, so,
1: uh, when, really good. Um, same with uh, Shadowland Daredevil, except they do get to make an attack. Uh, but sh- with Shadowland Daredevil, uh, he has to do that attack. The uh, I forget what it's called, but it, there are lots of times where that attack is not what you want to do yep. in that circumstance. Like, it happens all the time where there's not an enemy in range of that attack, or you want to do two of his spender. I, I mean, I can tell you so many times that I didn't want to use the, I, th- I believe it's Coordinated Strike? Yep, a Coordinated uh, Strike. Yeah, Coordinated Strike attack, and I had to because I needed the minions on the table. So I I really like this Red Skull. I think he fucking rocks. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right. Well, uh, what do you think, Brandon, since you're uh, able to hop in?
4: What do you think about Red Skull? In here mid... uh, uh, Hold on. I was exploring something while you guys were... While Fred was uh, gallivanting a (laughs) mist. I think he's really good. Uh, like just looking at him, I think he looks—he looks pretty strong. I love that he can just uh, the suffer damage, gain two power seems really interesting. I'm not sure how often you're gonna really do that. He doesn't I have as much health as a lot of five threat characters, uh, especially on his backside with only six. Uh, five damage isn't particularly a lot if you're gonna take one of that damage pretty immediately um uh, I wish his i i wish his pump happened on both his attacks uh, it's it is kind of obnoxious that it only happens on the one um uh, I think this character had to be really good i like i I've said it before i think they were getting grunts seems to always get you an extra threat level um uh, Besides on Shadowland Daredevil, he's the only one that ever really felt like a four-threat and got grunts. Uh, Nick Fury was pretty good, and then you had uh, the worst model, arguably, in the game, in Elektra, uh, that no one really needs to ever talk about. Um, I like the Levitation armor, or Leviathan. Leviathan, there you go. Yeah, Leviathan, not Levitation. Listen... I'm late because I fell asleep, everybody, and just and literally woke up in a fog and jumped on here. Uh, the size restriction on the throws annoying, but probably really smart. That's I necessary. Mean, size four is pretty yeah. good.
0: Like he just he he only can't throw Dormammu and, yeah. Sentinels, four, and Sentinels. I guess I guess Sentinels and now. Yeah,
4: Sentinels. yeah. He yeah comes I think out it's the hard. same day. Yeah, I, I think it's fine. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's fine. It, it's one of those where'd be like, I it'd be like uh like the little icing that those little like balls of icing they put on the top of the cake. I like get you don't need it, but like if you get one, it's pretty nice. Um, the only thing is like the I mean uh, I don't know how good the affiliation really is.
1: Yes, I I agree, uh, and I think that. You're probably going to bring the other Hydra affiliation more often, yeah. Which
4: is kind which of is because, a, and that shoehorns you into nine points in two models, right? Baron Strucker's a four. He's a three. Uh, is he's a, a three? Yeah, okay. he's a three. Cool. I uh, also was, uh, and glad,
1: so. and he will, uh, and it can heal Red Skull uh, a little bit. Okay. Like yeah, the biggest my biggest quality. hold
4: up on Red Skull is his health. Man, I don't know about you yeah. guys, but that it kind of worries me. Especially where you're always going to win the game, he has pretty good defenses to make up for that. Yeah, he does. I'm just worried that you hurt yourself and then you just like one throw kind of spikes and now he's dead. Which I mean, that can happen with anybody. So it's probably an irrational thing, but I guess it's like if you just choose the wrong, you know, armor type, which. I guess convocation is not as big so you're probably almost always choosing a dispersion field. It's of
0: matchup it's dependent, but I I think yeah. that Yeah, yeah. I don't know that there's I think that there's a solid mix of physical attacks with like the other two you know, attack physicals. types in the game, so like you have a mix of physical and energy or physical and mystic, but I don't know that yeah. you see like a crazy amount of like energy and like mystic attacks combined in Yeah, you're, one list, you're but... using
4: Odds are you're using the same one every. every yeah. So I, the the fact that they. I bet. Oh, uh, go
2: ahead.
0: I bet against Magneto you use Null Field. I bet against Magneto you do too. Like you're already sitting at like a stock four physical defense, which is great. So like sitting at four physical, and then giving you the option to pump energy or mystic, I think gives you like the best flexibility. But it's not my turn yet. So.
4: Yeah. Well, no, you're... you're good. You're good. You can you can take it over. Like I said, my I, I think he's really good. I think my biggest concern is just like. Especially on his backside, say say for in some reason he flips like turn two. Now for the rest of the game, you're probably gonna want to add that extra power, and now you're just like bringing him closer to death. I guess is my fear with it. But go Ooh. ahead, take it off.
0: Before I go, go I'll, I'll let I'll let Brad go. Go ahead, Brad. Okay, so
2: uh, overall, I think he's pretty good. Um, i <laughs> I bought the other box with Strucker because uh, Arnim Zola's is cool and Strucker's a X Men bad guy, and I'm probably gonna play a little bit of X Men bad guys Hydra. Also, <laughs> but but I am not I'm not getting this model because it doesn't fit that whole X Men bad guy thing. But I think he is good. Um, I think that. Michael is going to like playing him, for example. Um, I think it's interesting. I want to I ask Fred a question. Um, Fred, if you were playing Red Skull, how would you feel about playing into Black Order knowing that you had to put your grunts in every turn? I'd hate it. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, you'd have to play. It, what I'd do is I'd run the grunts to the back corner.
2: No, I mean, here's, uh, here's what you could also do. Yeah. So they come in with a stagger token, and then you can immediately do their action move, and then uh, and then they they don't have a second action to shoot, but then they die. <laughs> and, you <laughs> just, and you just then you just then, wait
1: wait do they die or does doesn't it they, don't they, they have
2: KO.
0: To take the attack? Well, no, no. So yeah, they they make a move action, but you have to take the attack action to KO them because it has to yeah,
2: yeah. action. Oh, that's not as much fun. And yeah. I was going to go read Thanos to see if they there. had to KO they, you. No, or if it was just don't. any enemy KO. Oh, so no. you're speeding the points. That's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah. just
4: literally. Yeah, he's not. Oh, he don't yeah, look too strong say, into
2: Thanos. Yeah, it does say after the attack is resolved. No, no, you just don't play him into Thanos.
4: Yeah. At all. Right,
2: right. Play with other models
4: They might just struggle in general into Thanos, but that's not saying anything. because yeah, that's, that's is one of the best models.
2: factions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: Having a good uh, Thanos model option is like usually the only selling point you have. So,
2: yeah. I don't know. I think people who play him are going to like him. That he's good, and I'm not playing him, so I'm not going to think about him
4: very much. This is not um, the Nazi of taste for Brad. Well, um, uh,
0: I think that I think that he's good. I I think that he I think that he's a little bit more survivable, uh, than, than what Brandon might think. I I think if you're rolling like, uh, cause like I said, I think that you can really custom tailor. With just like how team compositions are usually made up, I think that you can kind of tailor the Leviathan armor, uh, to probably what can suit you for the entire game. Uh, and feel pretty comfortable about it. So on average, he's probably going to be rolling four or five defense dice. I would say, uh, it's. I think that's a really strong effect. Uh, it would be cool if he could switch him like Vision. That would give him a little bit of extra something to spend his power on. But um, that might have been too good. Yeah, it probably would be a been too good. I think that you're right about that. I like that the way that the troopers come in. I think that the troopers are also very good. Uh, I have played like one game uh so it's just one game but I played one game uh under Red Skull leadership and I can't stress enough about how strong of an effect uh rerolling any number of dice are in this game it's just a ridiculous yeah. effect and if you can cuz they're going to die anyways so if you take them and you make an attack with them and then you give them two extra dice with Baron Mordo that's six dice reroll any number and you at don't care four with energy for so, with
1: someone who doesn't do anything yeah like their, like like
0: their actual trash so yeah I, yeah i know it is cool that they can uh sit on secure so that is one thing that i really really enjoy about this uh version of the grunts like i'm fine they don't control the extracts and i like that they can interact for free so i can kind of see these guys being good on maybe something like a sword and just having like one more body to help you flip for free, and that's a 50-50 shot, so... Or
1: uh, on uh, Riot Spark, they could oh, they heal can, your people.
0: They can heal free. your people, yep. they yeah. can. That, so you can get two heals on a Red Skull activation, so that's really good. Um, yeah. His Blitz Strike is good. Uh, six dice on a character feels really good. I like... Uh, so, I don't know that you really ever need to gain the two power unless you're just wanting to do... and take the damage. Unless you're just wanting to do, like you know blitz strikes to get a kill because uh, count and blanks i mean you can ask corvus glaive with uh, about it he'll tell you that at count and blanks is makes you really consistent so um i think that uh if you're going in for a kill you know you empowered gauntlet or you all consuming obsession empower gauntlets and uh do do a counts blank strike uh the blitz is really cool It lets you do some trickery the push is really cool uh kneel before me is a very very strong attack uh, choosing energy or mystic and it being nine dice with a wild throw on size four is i think it's just a phenomenal spender um so very very good that's like an a plus spender for me uh the affiliation is good like i kind of look at it as because it's not hard to get people to contest objectives or hold something so like Yeah, some people can pull you off points and stuff like that. So, like, maybe a couple of your people might not be on something. Maybe. Most of the time, it's probably, like, one character unless you're doing something weird. So, I kind of look at it as the Dormammu leadership with, like, out the downside
4: and this character costs three less. And (laughs) I thought the leadership was really good, so... Uh, that I really leadership's fine for the record. It's just not one like you're not gonna play them because of that leadership. No, you no, no. Yeah, you're MMM. playing yeah. it because you like him,
0: uh, or you like the affiliation. So, uh, well, the affiliation can't be bad because Zemo is affiliated. That's true. Zemo is like one of the best characters in the game. So, uh, but I like him. I so uh, hot take. Uh, looking at him, I think that this is maybe the first five threat leader that they've come up with that is that is correct. Like, I think for a five threat leader, I think that he is survivable. He brings something, in this case, in the form of his leadership. So sometimes it's, you know, superpowers. Sometimes it's the leadership. I think with the leadership, he's bringing something that, like, supports his team. I think that he is sustainable on his own, though. Uh, And I like just what he brings is, like, a whole package. So I think as a five threat leader, I think that this is the first one in the game that they've hit that you're like, this is going to feel really good to play. I think... Thor's in the corner crying. uh, Yeah. I mean, pretty much. Like, Thor is probably one of the better ones, right? Like... Yeah, when But when you're looking at, like, Cable, who isn't, like, a bad piece, but clearly, just when you look at
4: statistics, he struggles, um... It does feel like five threat leaders they like to whiff on more than anything.
0: Yeah, I, I think that as far as, like, when you're looking at threat, like, I think that they have done a phenomenal job with their twos. I think, for the most part, they've done a really, really great job with their threes. I think that sometimes you see balancing issue mm. where some threes feel like fours.
4: Somebody or some say,
1: threes feel like twos.
4: <laughs> yeah, or some threes. I, I think the threes, actually, is probably where they're most balanced. No, I actually think threes weakest. is probably where they most up they mess up the most. Really? Yeah. Sin yeah.
1: and crossbones.
4: I think threes are either a hit or a strikeout. I don't I yep. think they're pretty inconsistent on threes.
0: I would say that five There's also,
4: but there's also like twice as many threes as the next leading Yeah, I mean that's fair, yeah. Numbers they, they so there's, there's, there's a lot to whiff on. Yeah. I think fours is their most consistent by far. Really? I think uh, it's twos. Yeah, yeah, I think well, twos are the Yeah, best twos, twos are, uh, I I kind of exclude yeah. twos. I think they do. I because I do. I think they do a really good job on twos. So I just go like four through. I guess it's eight is now though.
2: Although I would say um, seven is also pretty consistent. Seven's really consistent. Mark, be being tight, super very good. tight group. Very tight group.
4: <laughs> yeah, but just in that retrospect, like I think the fours are very, very top to bottom. I, I don't, there's not a whole lot of fours I think they've really missed on. Uh, they've missed on a pile of fives. Yeah, so I think where you were kind of going with that. Yeah,
0: five, so like, as just a five threat in general, I think that he is better, way, like, miles better than some of the fives that we have in the game. And then I think he's, bar none, the best five threat leader. Like, when you're just purely talking about leaders and five threat, I think that he's, bar, bar none, like, the best five threat, leader in the game like he's really good and Mm -hmm. what i like to see out of five threat characters and especially like leaders is are they do they have at least like some survivability to where they're not just going to die yeah he has that do they have some way to support their team he has that through his leadership does he have maybe some way to do some kind of either mobility or control either one this guy has both and then do they have some form of consistency cuz when you look at thor like i don't think that he's a bad piece and we i mean we've covered him before like i think that he's fine he struggles you from love to trash thor bro i don't love to trash thor i don't know why
4: you hate thor so i much,
0: just bro. said i did now you're trolling me i know you are i don't now know you. why you hate him uh, so
4: much man
0: uh, but uh, the one thing that he's lacking is like you're when, like if we've talked about before when you want to get that damage off to get the stagger He's just missing it, and that's because he's missing some consistency, and Red Skull brings a form of consistency, consistency in Empowered gauntlets. So I think just as a complete package, he's very, very good. But... I'd argue there are three good five-threat leaderships. There are three good five-threat leaderships?
4: Yeah. What are those? Uh, The Sentinel Prime. Oh, this, I'm not counting Sentinels. Sen- okay. I the for- Hydra. Yeah. And then Doctor Strange Sorcerer Supreme is super super good. Like, especially as a leader in convocation. Like, super good. You might not count it, but like he is super super good as that leadership. I leader. don't know that I count it. I don't know that I count it. I forgot. I, mean, about I know for you weren't Prime. I know you weren't counting either of those, so yeah. I did want to bring those up because those are both very good. Uh, yeah. It's
2: real easy to fix cable's leadership. <laughs> it is, it is it you just take away the once per turn. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It's and interesting it that good. they've
4: just let that happen forever. And to be fair, Doctor Strange and the Defenders is a very good leadership. It's, it's just, just such not an a awkward good faction. Yeah, it's just such an awkward faction. Like, okay. that leadership and model is
0: very good. I think that this leadership is like, better it, than that. I would rather have the power than spend the power and, and put hex. Then always
4: have a weakness? Yeah. Always having the weakness. I
0: think I would rather just have the power. Oh. I don't. I disagree. I
2: Play won. them against each other. We'll no. see which we'll, one. See yeah. <laughs> we'll see who wins, yeah. We'll see who wins that fight. It's Doctor Strange. Oh! bold move cotton. Doctor Strange. Like, just those two models? Doctor yeah. Strange. Oh! Yeah. oh I thought you were talking yeah. about a
0: legitimate game. Yeah. Yeah. No,
2: I think that's closer because the rest of the team's better on Hydra's side. But, no, like...
4: Dr. Strange can always hit whatever you didn't Leviathan armor. Yeah. No, that's 100% <laughs> correct. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually, I would, I would firmly disagree on that leadership but I think the Defenders' leadership is arguably one of the best leaderships in the game. I just, the, the affiliation. Oh, we're just, far afield. We're far afield. Yeah, field. yeah we're, we're getting off. We're getting they're, off to, but they're very we're top like, heavy yeah. as an affiliation, but, uh. Yeah, I think they're... I, honestly, the last three, they've arguably got correct at a five-threat leadership with the Prime. Red Skull and the Convocation Leadership, which, if you're playing Sorcerer Supreme style, you're usually almost always bringing him as your leader. Um, Black Bolt, Cable, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah I just... And I for know. whatever reason, Jared has an absolute disdain for Thor, Prince of Asgard. Okay, we're ready to rate him. I'm just kidding uh but yeah we, we can't
0: move on to rating i don't hate thor uh brandon we'll start with you what are you going to give red skull
4: i don't hate I don't um hate thor. i'm probably not as high on him as you guys are um which is per usual especially fred fred's probably over there determining if he wants to give an a plus or an s um <laughs> I think he's good. Um, I think the affiliation is good. Again, I, I'm not super high on the leadership. I think the leadership is fine. Uh, I do think you're almost always going to take Struckers. Um, I do like it on an F. You can have it. That's pretty nice on any either of the S. I um, i have some... I'm a little. I think I'm probably overly cautious. The health pool is not very high for me at 13. and five threat is um, rather low for a five threat character. Uh, so I want to. I want to play. I want to hedge my bets and play it safe and give him a B plus. Okay, B plus. I do want to point out. Uh, I think the
0: Honey Badger and Nebula, those, they don't work with his leadership. So, don't take them. Right. Yeah. They yeah. don't. Oh, you're right. they, they don't benefit you're right. from. It uh what about you fred what are you gonna give him well i'm over here
1: debating whether to give him an a plus or an s uh uh, and i'm gonna land on an a plus because i think that all of the negatives that brandon brought up are valid it's just i don't care i want to play him (laughs) Uh, yeah
4: i think he's an awesome model like definitely play him like i think i'm I'm just hedging my bets a little bit and i've got to i've got to bring fred into reality every now and again
1: yeah yeah so i'm putting so i'm giving him a an a plus
4: all right what about you brad i,
0: I love
4: this i don't i don't i don't think he's a plus
2: ass I, but i do think he's pretty good I'm, i'd give him an a all right
0: uh i'm gonna go a plus yeah yeah <laughs> i'm with fred on this one <clears throat> all right so that brings us up to like a what, like an a yeah an a yep. uh i do want to touch on one thing that i forgot uh I don't know that it sways uh, our scores at all, but I do want to cover, he does have a specific tactic card to him. I do think it's a trap, but uh, it is called a cult research. It's Hydra. It's active during the power phase. Red skull master of Hydra may spend 10 power to play this card. When red skull master of Hydra and all characters within two, of, or wait, yeah, red skull master of Hydra and all characters within two of him gain a stagger token. Red skull master of Hydra gains the following superpower for the rest of the game. This character may perform an additional action each activation. So, uh, I mean, that's
1: that's that's cheeky. That's fun. I, think I it's don't a, think it's, it's a it's a trap. I think It's bad. Yeah.
0: It's yeah.
1: When are you gonna ever have ten, and then stagger yourself? You it'll be near the end of the game when you can actually do that.
4: So, like, and this is something Michael will use on his son at his house at their kitchen table. <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: Michael will use it against somebody in a tournament and it will turn the game around and he'll win because that's the type of <laughs> player Michael is. Yeah. Yeah, but, you're like,
0: right. It, it's good, realistically. So just keep in mind, it says during the power phase, he may spend 10 power to play this card. Uh, I think this happens before you would power up. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so you have to make sure that you have the 10 power on you before you would power up. So if you have nine and you're banking on it, you're not going to be able to play it uh typically i think that this probably gets played after you've been flipped and have power uh it's nice to get staggered like you'll immediately get the extra action so the stagger doesn't ruin you as much it just gives you an extra turn but i think all in all at most you're seeing this happen turn three you're gonna have to sit on power and stuff i don't like it i think that it's i think it's a trap so i feel like a lot of the
4: tactics cards lately have been very trappy
1: I just, you know, well, there are some, and some of them rock. Like, some of them are trappy, and some of them are awesome.
4: Yeah, I feel like it's one or the other. We're not getting anything in the middle. We're not getting, like, any, like, oh, it's pretty good. We're getting, like, that card's real good, or, like, ah, it's a trap.
0: I mean, that's what makes it exciting, right? Who wants to be in the middle of the road all the time? We either want to fucking go all in or not at all. You know?
4: Well, with all the bands and shit, I'd like some middle of the road cards every oh now my and again. Oh, gosh. All
0: right well uh for the most part, except for Brandon, uh sitting kind of high on red skull uh we like him we think he's a good leader, so uh should be releasing in October so pick him up give him a try uh First you
4: october right
0: uh it's, a, it's like October fourteenth I think is like the street date But yeah if you guys have played him on t t s or something like that or you're looking forward to playing them let us know in the comments uh what roster you're putting together or if you liked them or Let's let us know in general what you think. But uh, with that, I believe we can move on to a comic book recommendation. So what do you uh, have? Brett? Sure,
2: I have one of those. Even though I really thought about not, because uh, once again, this is not a character that's ever appear- version of the character. It's ever appeared in a comic book. AMG created it, pitched it to Marvel. They liked the idea, so they gave them the go ahead. Uh, But I did pull a comic recommendation anyway. So I wanted one where uh, Red Skull is pretty powerful and of course I wanted it to tie into X-Men as much as possible. So what I have for us today is Uncanny Avengers 25. Uh, This is by Rick Remender and Daniel Acuna and it is a tie-in to Axis. It's actually like the last issue you read before you read the access event. Um it's this issue is more infamous than it is like just good. Um Red Skull has uh stolen part of Xavier's brain and inserted it into his own head. Oh okay. so that he has so that he has telepathic powers. And that's been an ongoing plot line for a while now. Uh, but in this particular issue, uh, he has created a mutant concentration camp, and this pisses Magneto off a whole bunch. And, Magne- and Magneto kills Red Skull; just straight up kills him. Um, spoilers. Which, which given the uh, what is happening in the comic, you would think. Oh, that's a good thing. But the other characters, including his ex-lover, Brogue, and his ex-daughter, Scarlet Witch. Uh, ex-daughter? Yes. you want me to explain?
4: Go on. Go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Fred but 100% I want wants to. you to explain. We got to wrap yeah, this podcast up.
2: <laughs> I, I will explain the ex-daughter thing in just a second, but they treat Magneto like he was the bad guy in the situation. They're like, How could you have done that? How could you do that? And then Red Skull actually gets better and becomes red onslaught, and the Axis event is not very good. But um it's just it's crazy that in the story, like Magneto does something that I think most people would say is um, justified good ju- yeah justified if not uh-huh. flat out good and, but the characters treat it like it's not Rick Remender does this a couple times in the run um, there's an infamous speech he has Havoc who's also in this issue give that basically everyone else in the comics industry goes that's really weird <laughs> But, um, yeah, ex-daughter. So, when when Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver first appeared, they're just like characters in the brotherhood. But later they learned that they... They learned and Magneto learned that they were his son and daughter. And that was the status quo for a very long time until, like, from the 60s. Until the Avengers movies... And they didn't oh. have they didn't they have the have rights the right. to X-Men, so they wanted to separate them from the mutants. So they had them find out that they weren't really Magneto's children. They were experiments by this guy called the high evolutionary. And um, they weren't really mutants either. Uh, and that's now the status quo. But um, recently, Magneto in comics said, whether you're actually biologically my children or not, you are my children. So, That's sweet. Yeah. So they kind of fixed that in the comics. But you guys didn't even ask about the ex- ex-lover rogue. Yeah. Which is, I, was, which is also, I, was, I was waiting for Also Fred to very get there. interesting. Yeah. They went to they got depowered and went to the Savage Land, which is where the dinosaurs live, and they dated. <laughs> and and they specifically never had sex because she lost her virginity to Gambit. Um, so some fans have made shirts that um say hey, like have you ever heard the phrase Magneto is right? I'm sure I've heard you say it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Magneto, Magneto is right about the mutant thing. But they've they've parodied
4: that, and it it says Magneto eats box. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Brad's specifically a part of a weird part of the internet, guys. No, I mean, no, like no, stories. no, I'm
2: not, but. DC put out an announcement at one point saying that Batman does not do that because it's unheroic, and then they and because Magneto and Rogue dated but specifically did not sleep together, the fans thought it would be funny to parody the what was going on with Batman and the Magneto is right, and they started making Magneto eats box shirts.
0: Batman doesn't do what because it's not heroic. E box. E box. Yeah, that's such a heroic it- thing. Yeah, I what, thought what is, so too. What
1: is DC talking about here? <laughs>
2: no, I don't know. But there's a there's a thing with Catwoman. It's not heroic to be selfless. Yeah, it was it, this thing with Catwoman, and people were like, talking
4: "It was about the whole it. thing." I don't know where you guys yeah. hey, where you guys were during that. It was huge. Yeah, and, uh, it was
0: all over the internet. No, that's like the most heroic thing you can do. I I agree. Not the most heroic thing, like ever, but.
4: It's the most heroic <laughs> thing you can do. You're gonna in, take, if you're your going to take bed anything from this podcast, guys, it's play Nazis and eat, boxing, eat box. Eat box. Uh, if you put up,
2: you know, saving an orphanage full of kids for, from fire versus eating box, just remember eating box is the more heroic. Thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Go I, down on your <laughs> wife. She'll be happy and you will be happy. It's <laughs> how it works. Yeah, like, if, if you're not doing it at home, you need to do it. I don't know, before every comic book recommendation, because we're two weeks in a row now, I think I need to just play, like, the Pornhub, like, drums. No. We're, we're two, for, we're is, we're two that... for two. You know, like, if you put on a Pornhub video, it's oh, like, yeah, Brad so has been in
4: absolute rare form for a couple weeks now, and I love Very. it more than anything. You guys don't even know. What?
2: I forgot about the Nightcrawler
4: dating his...
2: Uh, step-sister thing <laughs> from last week. <laughs>
4: Step-brother, <laughs> I'm stuck. We know exactly where uh, Brad's been the last couple weeks. It's, it's been on it's, yeah. No, been, no, no. It no. has been great. No, I'm just seeing Aaron too much. That's true. That, that is true. The last two weeks, it's only been like the three of us and we have negatively influenced you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: the, the, the lingo is getting to be too much. Like, uh, we went to the mall and Aaron works at the at the mall where where near where I live, and like I made a hard left to go to a store. And Becky's like, "Where are you going?" I was like, "I'm gonna go see Papa." <laughs> she was like, "What?"
4: I went, I was ironically there today, and uh, I walked in. He was like, "Ooh, hey, Daddy!" <laughs> and yeah. his coworker was just like, "I, I really, I know immediately." Like how close you are with somebody based on how you greet them when they walk in the door. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, That's a little tame actually. Yeah. And he just like looked at me wide eyed and I was like, You don't need to know what we're about.
0: He was in the store. He can't be he can't go like full on. No, yeah, like I'll see him greet customers. and will be like, Hey, how you doing? Do you need any help? Do you need any help? Hey yeah, is there anything I can do for you today? And then as soon as I like crest through the entrance of the door, he's like, Hey, what's up, Dad? <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. Uh, getting back on topic, the Red Skull Master of Hydra. Brandon, do you have a roster for us this week?
4: I, I, yeah, I do. I didn't know if I was going to be asked for one or not.
0: You, uh, uh, you, you have now, Fred, Fred's the fun segment, so he takes us out. So you're, you're now, your
4: segment is now slotting in after comic right, books. So go let ahead. Let me, let me pull it up for you. Give me a second. Sorry. I was ill prepared. I didn't, I was... Too happy about the, the Brad that we have now. Well, I was also ill-prepared
0: uh, because I was away this week, or else I could have let you know that your segment was good instead of putting you on the fucking spot. No, People you're like, good. Hey, so, man, you uh, have
4: comic books. It's up here. So, there. what is the best thing about Red Skull's grunts? The re any number? And, oh. And what else? Uh,
1: contesting secures. Yep.
4: Yeah. They contest the cures. Yeah. You know what affiliation loves... Contestants! Oh my, oh my god! We should have seen god. This do you know what affiliation loves having multiple models? Uh, Listen, guys, kingpin? you play this bet, this little boy with Kingpin, and you're gonna have yeah, a real good time. All right? They do it's not count They don't, but they count, and that matters. Yeah, the counting is what's important. Three
1: beats two. <laughs> yeah,
4: because with. Um, Uh, With, uh, what's his face? With Shadowland Daredevil, they do not. So, having them count on Secure is really good. This Criminal Syndicate also is an affiliation that I feel like always plays around with 5 threat models. Um, I think you can have a good core of out of affiliation models with 5 threat Red Skull, 3 threat Lizard, and a 4 threat Black Dwarf. And then you get to build the roster, the rest of your roster, uh, Black Cat, Bullseye, Kingpin, um, or the core I would start with. And then you have those three, Then you can fill it out with whatever other uh, four models you like that are Uh, affiliated with Criminal Syndicate. I like it. That's gross.
0: Very, very good. I like it a lot. I
4: approve. I like it. And for the record, I don't normally like to use Criminal Syndicate as a list um recommendation because i feel like it's sometimes a cop-out because almost everyone fits in with kingpin uh as long as they are like kind of beefy or like can do something Uh, but i do think he fits in very very well i've tried a lot of different fives in the list and uh, i think he's going to be a really strong one all right well thank you very much
0: all right well you know what time it is, Fred? It's time to take us out with your non-sequitur recommendation. So go ahead.
1: Yes, yes it is. And uh, so last time I pl- I brought a video game, which is a classic, classic JRPG that most people who love JRPGs have heard of. Uh, I'm bringing another classic JRPG that most people haven't heard of, mostly because it, it languished on the Sega Dreamcast for most of its life. Uh, it was later ported over to the GameCube, so it doesn't completely not exist. but at the I'm, I'm raging. It is. Uh, it is the game Skies of Arcadia. I've heard uh, of that game. Oh, uh, and, and it is an outstanding JRPG. Uh, it is set in a world where there are floating islands and floating continents in a in a sky, and you play as air pirates who fly around in ships and attack the powers that be. It is such a great game. Uh, I cannot more highly recommend it. Uh, And uh, there's a whole concept of uh, a lost people, uh, the, the people of the Silver Moon, who are filled with this innate power, that and they're the leader of or not the leader but the most powerful one of these people turns out to be the boss of the game and in one of his attacks it's called kneel before me
0: oh look at that there you go
1: that was i couldn't i every time i hear that phrase i hear him say that phrase and then he kills your team (laughs) (laughs) uh i i mean this is I, I recommended Chrono Trigger last week, and I'm recommending Skies of Arcadia this week, and that is probably 60-plus hours of game between the two, and it's 60-plus hours of fantastic game.
4: Also <laughs> not a game that's cheap to buy. Fred's really yeah. trying to break your wallets here, I You guess. know why
1: these games are not cheap?
4: I, I know actually why. You're going to say that they're really good. They're actually just really expensive really good. because nobody bought the Dreamcast... And nobody can keep their GameCube games in one piece. That's why well, this, these games are expensive. Well, I
1: will tell you uh, what: I have it for the GameCube, and can I should you it? not uh, be able to find
4: it, no, you listen. Can
1: use mine.
4: This is legitimately. Um, I would like to. So I kind of trashed on them a little bit last week for Chrono Trigger, um, even though I know Chrono Trigger is a pretty good game. Um, however, Skies of Arcadia is legitimately one of the reasons I've almost bought a Dreamcast. There are not many good games for the Dreamcast. No, this is one of them. If yeah. you're gonna is sit it? through playing on the awful Dreamcast controller, like spend the hundred dollars, buy a copy of Skies of Arcadia. Yeah, a uh, hundred.
1: No, no, play, play, get the you. Most people. <laughs> I was about to say that most people have a GameCube sitting around. That's not the not the case. It's, it's also not. Uh, I actually uh, have a GameCube. Like three, three for me a game game cubes are findable you can find game cubes they're probably not that expensive all things considered and you can get the GameCube version of skies of arcadia
4: and it's a better version of the game uh game cubes gonna run you about 75 to 80 dollars roughly on average yes not bad, not bad. that's not bad. bad however skies of arcadia for the GameCube is about 150 dollars
1: jesus so. h christ <laughs> yeah.
4: so however it is cheaper to just buy a dreamcast and buy the original game hey Brandon, uh, not much you cheaper play... dreamcasts are not super cheap because finding one with everything is relatively annoying sorry go ahead yes uh did
2: Question.
1: you play any of chrono trigger
4: no i haven't i i did however look for it today at a shop when i was in ashland um you have a copy I know, yeah, I, but say, I like to play can... the originals before. I probably will because I did talk to them about it. Like, what were the odds of like them getting a copy? Like, if they have a copy, stuff like that. Um, a Sega also on the record, Sega Dreamcast will cost you about one hundred and thirty dollars, roughly. Um, but yeah, yeah, more it's, than uh, the GameCube. The GameCube, yeah, 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 much yeah, better yeah.
3: Content.
4: yeah, that's very accurate. GameCube games, however, are massively expensive. I honestly today bought the Clone Wars for the GameCube, um, which for Xbox is about a $4 game. It's a $20 game for the GameCube, and that's about the markup percentage between the two systems. Um, it's just GameCube games didn't survive. Uh, but yeah, Chrono Trigger, I'm probably going to because the way he talked about it is is finding a copy um, isn't really impossible, uh, It's but you have to act on it rather quickly. Uh, they do sell rather fast, as well as you're probably going to settle on a copy that's not in great condition. So I'll probably be booting up the old uh, SNES Classic and giving Chrono Trigger a run this weekend. Yeah, Chrono
1: Trigger is eminently playable right now. It, it, I think that uh, it is it is findable without having to find the original copy. You can It exists in emulator or ROM form, uh, I, I just prefer it your, I like... your iOS. It, it yeah. exists as a legal game to purchase for iOS.
4: Yeah, I just I like to play it with the old controller and everything, like in front of my fat back TV. And I want to enjoy it. Like I would have enjoyed it when it came out. Damn it.
1: <laughs> That's there. Uh, hey Brandon, mm-hmm. uh, if you want to play *Skies of Arcadia*, come to the tournament on on Saturday, okay. and I will let you borrow my cop for the GameCube.
4: You weren't Air Wednesday I am technically supposed to help someone move Sunday, Saturday If I can get out of that, I'll probably be there If I can't, uh, I won't be there I also, I might be able to arrange a timeline Where I can do that Do all three of things That would be done that day Including Vampire that night You're
1: trying, you're trying to have it all You're trying to live the live the full life
4: Yeah, which would be tough you're with not my lived, dogs you living in so. the city you
1: don't yeah. get to be a publisher and have a have a boyfriend and have a have a kid.
4: Yeah, I know. I don't get a. I don't get to live the best life all the time. <laughs> this this is back to back great recommendations, Fred. I'm gonna. Give I, you full I have been given.
1: I've been knocking them out of the park the entire time I've been doing this.
4: That I'm not. Yeah, I haven't Every said. Yeah, I wasn't. Great. I just specifically love these last two. They're they're right at my wheelhouse. So. Well, thank you very much, Fred.
0: You're welcome. All right. Well, that wraps us up for this week. So, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we have a couple more characters, I think, uh on the backlog left to take a look Which at. One? But uh I, we haven't done Arnim Zola, have we? So, no, we, we have not to... done
2: Zola. We have not oh. done the original Human Torch. Yeah, so we I, got to... I I'm, I'm proposing right here on the cast that we tell the listeners that we're going to do the original Human Torch next week, and then do Arnim Zola. Zola
0: Alright, so next week will be the uh, the Human Torch cast, wink wink. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. If uh, After we get through these characters, if we don't have any new reveals, if there is a character because we kind of go back through the characters that have already been released and kind of grade them, if there's one that you, in particular, you want us to do, uh, please let us know. Give us a uh, shout in the comments or something. But, uh, yeah. Until next week, talk to you guys later. Bye.